you. The show that engages with the canon so that you don't have to. I'm one of your hosts, one of the Anthonys. <laughs> and I'm another of your hosts, the only Sydney, today. <laughs> Sydney, do you want to introduce our special guest? Sure, yeah. Today we are here with friend of the pod, uh, Anthony Bellantoni. Hello. Friend of the pod and horror movie aficionado extraordinaire, I understand. Yeah, yeah, to some degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't be so modest. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and we are here today to talk about one of the most famous horror movies ever made. We're here to talk about Halloween. Yes, a film I have avoided watching my entire life because I thought it would be too scary because it's called Halloween and people talk about it like it's a really scary, scary movie. And to be clear, we're talking about, there are three movies called Halloween. Yes. We're talking about the first one. Yes, the original original. Yeah. Is that worth going into right now? Or no, no, okay, it, it is absolutely not. Do you need not. a timeline of all the different uh, branches of the Halloween <laughs> franchise? I'm happy to do okay, that. Okay, yes. You okay. did explain it to me once before, but yeah. I there's just too much. It's like choose your own adventure. To retain. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm the only one that hadn't seen this movie. That's yes, correct. Is that true? I'd seen it once when I was like 17. And you said the other day you'd seen it how many times? Watch it a few times a year. So <laughs> okay. Many times. How do you what makes you like how do you know when it's time to watch it? I don't watch anything a few times a year. Um well always this time of year. Sure. I usually watch it end up watching it like twice. The last couple of years especially because all these other ones were coming out. You, right, okay. It. And then there's sometimes like in the middle of July when I'm like, I want it to be fall, so I watch all of them. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Great. Fair <laughs> enough. It does feel like, even though, I think you had told Sydney it was filmed in Pasadena, right? Yes. They did a good job of making it feel like a pretty autumnal movie. Yeah, they put yeah. a lot of leaves on the ground. They uh-huh. did. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of leaves like directly where they are standing. If you like look a little further out in the shot, the leaves stop. <laughs> yeah okay so one of my biggest questions is that this movie is takes place on halloween yes yeah like it is on halloween it says that yes it's a it, they they note that a yeah. few times where are those kids costumes why aren't they trick-or-treating well so i think they are done trick-or-treating okay they already went yes i believe okay. so okay there is something a lot of people say is like why do all of the parents in this town go to parties on Halloween (laughs) like that's not really a thing in the suburbs I don't think yeah and like leave their kids behind yeah I did think it was an odd night for so many people to be so I always took it as like these kids went trick-or-treating and now their parents are I see okay that was like an after-school thing yeah and now they're staying up and watching scary movies their parents are all going to the swinger party from trick-or-treat yes (laughs) yes Or Hocus Pocus. Or Hocus Pocus, yeah. The dance party. Yeah. Yeah, I guess parents go to Halloween parties and movies a lot to get them out of the Yeah. I mean, you got to get rid of them somehow. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm the only one who hadn't seen it, so what did I think is the question? That's true, yes. So three, two, one. Kind of dull, honestly. Okay. I feel bad saying that because, like, I know that it's... I think a lot of... Especially our... So, like, I Scream was my, like... It still is my movie, but it was, like, what made me start loving horror movies. Yeah. I think it's Scream. one of the first horror movies that I, like, genuinely enjoyed. Yes. And Scream, like, heavily references Halloween. Mm, um, sure, yes. So I also, when I was younger and I first saw Halloween, I was like, oh, my God, this is so boring until the last, like, ten minutes. Now, as I get older and, like, the more I watch it, the more I appreciate it. Okay. Kind of just 
the mood of it, it feels very cozy to me. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just things like... Fascinating. My favorite scene in the movie is probably when Lori, Annie, and Linda are just, like, walking down the street talking. Sure, yeah, yeah, There's yeah. just something so, like, nice. And then when Annie and Lori are, like, in the car smoking a joint. Like, yeah, I liked when they were in the car. There's just I moments in that. it that feel very, like relaxing and calming to me okay (laughs) and then also it's just super spooky that he just like picks someone to follow for the whole day yeah and then just kills them all yeah because that's what he feels like doing that's pretty spooky to me yeah Yeah. that is spooky i was wondering about that i feel like he starts following her after she drops the keys off at the house right is that in the lore of the movie is that connected at all so in the original one, in this one, it was just random. Like she was, I think, the first girl around the age of his sister who he murdered that he saw. Oh, okay. So he was just like, oh, another one. Let me follow this one. Like I think she was just the first one he saw. Yeah. So wait, hold the phone though. His target though is not Jamie Lee Curtis. I mean, ultimately it is. Right. Because he sets up all those bodies for her to find. Okay. That's how I take it. Okay. All of that is like... For a while, it's like he's really into Annie, the one that dies in the car. Right. Because I feel like he is into, like, sluts. Yes. Well, so this is... Right? Because he kills the sister for being too slutty. So this movie started so many tropes unintentionally. Yeah. And if you talk to... So John Carpenter and his girlfriend at the time, Deborah Hill, wrote this movie together. Yeah. And they... He says he was not trying to make a point of being like, sex is what gets you killed. It was just like this. These were story plot devices to get people alone and like. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And to make it like a little bit. Yeah. Racy. Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't supposed to be like a morality tale. And that's kind of what slasher movies became more so with like Friday the 13th. Yeah. So. I, yeah. I, I felt like it was that. And that's, I think, part of why I had trouble. Yeah, connecting to it. Like I, I, I don't know what the, what the author's intent was, but I felt like that was the story I was being told. Yeah, I think it was just to make a horror movie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then so many people attach so many things to it. That's an interesting point that you're making. That this movie started a lot of the different tropes of yeah. the genre. Because how many like proto slasher movies had there been before this? Like we just talked about Psycho. A couple weeks yes. ago, but like there hadn't been. I but know this was that the one that really like jumpstarted the genre. I feel like, like, like I remember you saying that it's like considered the first slasher or whatever. But like Halloween felt so much more like what I was, think of as a slasher yes. than Psycho. There was Texas Chainsaw Massacre mm-hmm. and then Black Christmas and then this. Basically, I think the thing that stuck with people in this one, like in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like they go into this crazy family's house in. Black Christmas, it's at a sorority house. This one is the man is coming to your house. Sure, in the yeah. Suburbs you're, where you're supposed to be safe. Nobody and like really happens. did anything stupid. Right. Like yeah. he is just, he's the boogeyman. Like he's yeah. just. So I think that's why people connected to it. And that's what made it a little different from the other ones. Mm-hmm. And what made it considered the first slasher, even though it's not technically the first slasher. Okay, no, but I'm saying you said that Psycho is considered the first slasher. Yeah, I mean... It kickstarted. I mean, there's also, like, John Carpenter loved Psycho. Yes. That's why Jamie Lee Curtis is in this movie. Yes. Because her mom is Janet Lee. Yeah. And 
Donald Pleasance is named Sam Loomis, which I believe is the same exact name as the man. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. He's the guy who owns. So there's a lot of, and also just like, it's Hitchcocky kind of in the way that it's not just like a blood fest and there's a lot of buildup. I felt the influence. I just felt like this is much more, if I were, if I were trying to trace slasher roots, like I see it so much more clearly. And like, this is like, oh yeah, that's a slasher. It feels oldie timey a little bit now compared to like what it's, what the genre has become. Right. But like this, it it does feel like, yes, I, I, I see a clear line where Mm -hmm. psycho is a little more like, yeah, technically more than one person gets stabbed. But, like, we're not watching someone, like, going hunting. Like, he only really wants to kill. Like, I know he's done it in the past, but we don't see that. There's only one that he, like, really wants, and then the rest are sort of incidental. Yeah, no, I think this is what modern slashers are all based off of, essentially. Yeah, and so you said that you think that Jamie Lee Curtis was always the target, and I was one because of how he set up those bodies. I was wondering if he set that up for her to find or just for someone to find. Sure, I guess I just took it because he was following her the whole day. Like she yeah. sees him at the school. He's outside her house, like in the that's true. Dry, like the sheets that are being dried. That's right, true. Right, right, right. Yeah. Maybe he got more interested in the other one, and then he just, like, by chance, she went over to check it out. If she hadn't gone over across the street, would Jamie Lee Curtis have yeah, been okay? It, it does seem to have, like, counted on her... Yes, that's true. Well, Curiosity. Also, can I go into some of the other Oh, movies? absolutely, sure. yeah. Okay. Please do. I, I have not seen them, so... So in Halloween 2, which came out, like, a couple years later, I think John Carpenter reluctantly wrote it, and then someone else directed it. Mm -hmm. And he just kind of like threw it together from the way he talks about it. But he makes a twist that Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Myers are brother and sister. And that's Mm -hmm. why he was going after her. And then all these other sequels go into this lore of how Michael Myers has to kill his family. And then it turns into he's part of this cult where like you have to kill your family for the cult. I don't know. So this new one in 2018 is a direct sequel to Halloween 1978 and pretend none of those other ones happened. Okay, but it is not a remake. It's called Halloween. Yes. I, they, I think just so people would go see it. Sure, mm-hmm. yes, okay, yeah. But it's 40 years later, and they're not brother and sister. He's just this guy that attacked her. Okay. And she's obsessed with him. So it's just kind of interesting that you guys talk about, like, would she have been safe and out of harm's way if she just didn't, didn't go over there? And these new movies in the beginning kind of talk about that. Like, he's in prison or in, like, a mental health facility. And she is waiting for him to break out and come after her. And she's convinced that, like, she's his target, blah, 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 blah. But she doesn't end up being his target. She's almost more hunting him when oh, he escapes. okay. Interesting, interesting. But she thinks he's after her. So it just kind of plays on what you guys are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's um, like, it's it, it's, questions it's all asking. about me. And he's like, it's whoever's Who around. Yeah. Yeah. It's whoever's handy. Yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah. I feel like I want to skip all the middle ones, but I do kind of want to watch. I think for you, you should skip all the middle ones okay. and then try these new ones. Great. Yeah. I also want to, for the, for the Kyle Richards of it. Yes. I was just about to mention that it is important to note that everyone sitting here right now is a very 
into the Real Housewives. <laughs> yes. And so a big draw for you, Sydney, watching this movie was young Kyle Richards. Yeah. Yes. Who does a great job. Yeah. Yeah. And does a great job in the new ones. Oh, good. Yes. I will say. Yes. Or a great job. Heartening. Yeah. What I imagine she would do versus what she did do. Sure. She, she did okay. a great job. <laughs> she exceeded yeah. expectations. Yeah. I mean, she always says on the show, she's like, I was raised as an actress. Yeah. Yes, she does love to say how comfortable she is with it. Yeah. Listen, I just rewatched all of ER, and she is a great nephrology nurse. Is she in that? Yes, she is on ER for so long. And I knew because... She never talks about that. That's I weird. know. And it's like, like she was on it when like George Clooney was on it. Huh. Like she's not in the main cast, not in the titles. So right. like that's what she's just like one of the regular nurses that like pops in to like borrow things all but the time. Still, whenever but they do, ER like... is really good about like keeping the same, like making those the same people, yeah, yeah, yeah. like a like a real hospital would be. And there there are some that like you really get to know. She's like kind of second tier. Like there but are some still, that, yeah. Whenever they show like packages of her acting on Housewives, it's always like Halloween and. Little House on the Prairie. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, so I had NBC well, University? she is for most of it. She is on, still on her. She's a grown up, but she's on her first nose, and I wonder if that is related to why she's like less proud of that work. So I had spotted her on my last rewatch of ER, like whatever, like eight years ago. I was already a Housewives fan, and I had spotted her in like a couple of episodes, and so I knew that she'd like plopped in as a nurse, and I was like, "Ooh, those are small bit parts, Kyle. Like, where did you think this career was going?" But now on this rewatch, especially like looking for her name, like she's in several episodes a season for like 12 seasons. It goes on for so long. And she's like never like that big of a. Yeah. Like she's she's always just popping in. But I if I ever get some FaceTime with Kyle Richards, I would want to ask about it because it's like because I love that show so much. And I think it did such a great job like evolving. And like she was a person who was there for a lot of it. Evolution. Yeah, like as like as it passed torches yes. from cast to cast, Kyle remained. So Halloween though. Yeah. yeah. Halloween. She's what, five, six in this yeah, movie? Something like that. She's, she's young. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's wee. And does some like pretty good kid acting. I mean, she doesn't have to do too much. They're yeah. not asking her to be like Elliot and E. T. Yeah. But she She's no Drew Barrymore. <laughs> no, but nor does she need to be. She just no. needs to be like cute and like someone you want to make sure doesn't get stabbed. Yeah. And she does a very good job yeah. with that. Yeah. And like a little perturbed sometimes. Yeah. And yeah. She's pretty annoyed. Yeah. 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 She's pretty like over being told what to do. Yeah. That's true. Like the scene where Annie's like, please don't tell my boyfriend that I got stuck in the window of the laundry room. And she answers the phone and is like, like hi, she was she's stuck. coming back. She was stuck in the window of the laundry room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's really her big moment, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Well, so what did you think? What did I think I would think? Yeah. Um, I thought it would be more, I did think that I would probably be a little bored just because a yeah. lot of old movies mm-hmm. make me feel that way. But I thought that I would find it more scary when it got to the scary parts. And it wasn't that scary. And I'm I'm learning. This is really, I mean, this whole podcast is very educational. I feel like the thing that has made me less scared of scary movies is also what made this movie a little boring to me. Is that I feel like I like I have to either like let it in or not. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I feel like I like I've grown as a grown up, I've grown more armor against living the situation with the people. But it's like, that is the only thing. Like, slasher movies aren't built to be, like, that interesting outside of that. So, like, if I'm not living in that fear. I think you're also not alone in being people that see Halloween for the first time now and are like, oh, 
Yeah. <laughs> because our yeah. like we've just seen so much more since yes. then. Mm-hmm. They even like in the 2018 movie, they're talking. Jamie Lee Curtis has a granddaughter in it, and her and her friends are talking about it. And one of her friends is like, "Why do people care so much about this? This guy killed like three people 40 years ago." And it's like, yes, like in today's standards, like. Yeah, by today's standards of mass murderers. Mass murderers, and even just, like, the horror movies we consume, like, that's not that much. Yeah, that's not that many bodies yeah. on his, yeah. so, on I don't his know. tab. I think you're not alone. But there is, I think, they, like, recorded people in the 70s watching Halloween in a theater, and people are just, like, screaming and mm-hmm. all of that. So, like, really, yeah, because at the time, people yeah, were like, oh, that's my interesting. God. Yeah, it was interesting to watch it for a second time, because, mm-hmm. like, the first time I watched it, I was very affected by it i mean i was also like a teenager with an overactive imagination but like what worked? yeah i think that's why i i maybe couldn't have watched it sooner because i would have been just like freaking out too in it the whole time yeah i mean i think what worked about it was you probably know better than i it was shot on like a shoestring budget right I, yes. Which is why it's a William Shatner mask. Yep. It looks like something you can make. Like, not in a bad way. Yeah. But it, it looks, like, pretty affordable. Yeah. But the <laughs> thing that I liked about this movie is that it was scary because of how it was shot and how they placed Michael in the environment. Yes. Yeah. They do really good. One of my favorite shots, my favorite shot of this movie and one of my favorite shots of any movie. Sure, Yeah. Is when Lori is like up against the wall after she's seen the bodies and there's a dark room behind yes. her and his face, the whiteness of his face against like the black just like slowly yeah. comes into focus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just like the use of like, I feel like they really, and I didn't like appreciate this when I was younger, they really took the idea of the boogeyman, whatever that means to you, mm-hmm. and really made him like the boogeyman like yeah i did like how and i mean these are all things that it's like well they've been explored further since but like i did like how they used stillness like just him being like he's so good at being still yeah that you you want to think of a of a of a murderer as being kind of frantic but he is so still yes and that is another thing that has become a trope but i assume that this was like i believe so one of the first to be like it's scary when a guy stands super still. Yeah. My favorite shot was when the la- the stuck in the laundry one. Annie. Yeah. It's like kind of. And she's like on the phone. That one. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. She's doing. Yeah, I think she's on the phone. She's d- doing business. Mm-hmm. We're sort of like going back and forth a little bit. And we like go past the doorway behind her and there's nothing there. And then look at her doing laundry and then go back again. And he's standing there completely yeah. still. And then we go back to her and then he's gone again. Yeah. And it's all one shot. Yeah. And he does. We don't see him move at all. Right. Yeah. We just see. It's a good use of negative space. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's the stuff they, I think they do. Even in some of the daylight stuff, like when he's watching her in school, it's like, that would be pretty creepy if you were. Yeah. Yeah. Just like a dude in a fucked up mask staring from, and like, it's from across the street and you can't see where he's looking. So it's like, he might not be looking at you, but he's just so still. Even the way he gets up from being yes. yeah he does not move Very, like a like, human yeah. yeah exactly like because he doesn't he doesn't turn his head he turns his whole body yes. yeah and like when he sits up he just like levers himself upright and it's like very uncanny one thing people who like in this movie is when he stabs bob the one mm-hmm. guy into the wall and he just kind of tilts his head like admiring what he did yeah which mm-hmm. is like i think overdone now in yes things but it's pretty spooky also. Yeah, 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 it's good mask work. Yeah, from that, yeah, yeah. that actor. 
Yeah. And similarly, I feel like it's thematically similar when she accidentally pulls his mask off at the end and you see his face and he stops what he's doing and has to like put it back on to keep going. I just thought that was, and like, that's the only time you ever see him like fumble with something is he like fumbles. with. I've heard that that figures into the sequels. (laughs) Yeah. In the like new, new ones, Kyle Richards has like an altercation with him. Sure. And the way she gets away is because she lifts his mask up. Oh. And he lets go of her to, like, put it back, and she's able to, like, run. That's really smart. One reason that works for Kyle is it is conceivable that she saw that happen in 78. Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Stored it away. But you were going to talk about Alien, which I think is actually a really good comp for this movie. Because yeah, it came it, out because around the same they, time. Both, they both sort of count on things being tense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To, like, buoy a lot of... Also made very close to each other. Yes. Yeah, they were released a year apart. I don't know. I guess like space just makes me tense. Like I just felt like more like in the tension and Halloween. I felt like I just felt like I was always watching people walk across lawns and I was like, I know they're not going to get killed this time. Like in Alien, I really thought like, at, okay, obviously not Sigourney Weaver, but everybody else I was like, you could go at any time. Yeah. I don't know. The thing also and with so Alien that though, was like, tense. But in Halloween, I was like. You didn't know about Sigourney Weaver when it came out. That's right. true. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I, I was pretty sure that she was going to be okay. And I had inquired about the cat. So, but like everyone else, I was like, you, you guys, you guys could go at any time. Yeah, so, but even if the alien's mm-hmm. like not already grown yet, like you could get yeah. it's space. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. But this movie, I was like, I know it's not going to be this time. Like, I don't know. I just felt like there were a lot of like really. I do think that is just to go back into like. Yeah. The time it was made. Yeah. No, it's just hard. Like having just watched. Alien. Something from the same time that didn't and okay and another thing that i that i liked more about alien uh-huh. <laughs> is that i've i felt like they like were thinking of things to to do like i i just felt like they were constantly like adjusting their plans according to the information that they had in ways that made sense to me mm-hmm. and in this movie i don't know i just felt like i just there's like two times where i was like please stab him again please or just take the knife further away from him. Yes. Why so do you keep setting the knife down about next to him? This, but also like this is the first one of these. Right. Mm-hmm. Like sure, we yeah. know those rules. Yeah. Because this established those rules. Right. But like, isn't that just rules of criminals? Is like move the weapon farther from. Them? I mean, I think <laughs> we're supposed to believe that she's killed him, or we're supposed to believe that she thinks she's sure. killed him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I mean also since we talked about it earlier, we are all of the scream generation where they talk about all of those rules. Yes. Yes. About this movie specifically. Yes. Yes. They're like, they're like always get, always go for the head. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And like so many movies since then, like even (laughs) I I knew, I think I said during it that I knew not to expect Jamie Lee Curtis's boobs because of scream, because scream scream is like the whole monologue. Yeah. Yeah. You don't get her boobs till trading spaces. Yeah. Trading pla- trading places. Trading spaces is a show on TLC that I do not believe Jamie Lee Curtis ever showed her boobs no, on. Not, that would have been a not nude. That would have been a wild trading episode places. of television. Yeah, aside from that monologue, Listen, that Housewives gets pretty sapphic sometimes. That's true. Now that she's on there, I don't yeah. Know. Well, yeah. she was know. this season. Yeah, yeah, a little she bit. was in a couple and the reunion. She made it to the reunion. That's true. To she give did. everyone a pumpkin with their face on yes. it. Yes. <laughs> What a what a great gift! What a wild to gift to give people in LA where you know, pumpkins rot in like five hours. What do you get for the hours. women who have everything? You get them. Pumpkins with their face <laughs> on it. Which like some of them probably really 
were into that. No, I think they seemed so genuinely delighted. Yeah. Oh, the other thing that I think is an interesting comp with Alien is they are structured almost exactly the same story-wise, where it is half world building, half killing. Like first half of the movie, no one dies. And then halfway through the movie, body count starts rising. And then you're just killing for the rest of the movie. Is it halfway? Is it halfway? Does someone get killed at halfway? Kane in well in Halloween. No, it's just the sister. And then he like kills that truck driver off screen. But yeah. I felt like it took a I felt like it took a little longer. It felt longer. Alien I, felt like ah oh, yes, the... like as soon like as soon as they were like, let's go get something to eat. I was like, the thing's gonna come out of his stomach, and this is the middle of the movie. I like knew those things organically. I think in Alien, for much more of the movie, they know something's off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jamie yes. Lee Kurt, like Lori knows thinks this man is following her, but everyone's telling her or she's trying not to believe that and like Yes, maybe but that's this what it is. is. Like, yes. These people went to this planet, this weird thing happened. Something feels off. Yeah, he's like in the time. infirmary for a while. Yeah, maybe that is part of like how Alien sold the tension to me too, is that like they were more, the people I'm watching were more tense. Yeah. And I feel like Halloween is counting on me being worried that the people on screen are not tense enough. Yeah, I think that's true. And I was like, ugh. Because also, some of you are going to die, and there's nothing I can do about that. Yeah. I don't know. I just didn't, I just, I don't know. I wasn't in it. For most of Alien, also, it's everyone coming together to solve a problem. The problem is just an unkillable, murderous alien. Whereas in this, it is people being studiously oblivious of yes. a problem until like Jamie no Lee one, Curtis gets wise. And yes. no one knows that they're about to die. Right. Yeah. Everyone in Alien is scared. Is pretty sure killed. that they might die. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, those scenes, I can't explain it. <laughs> of just like the teen no. girls like laughing and like being kind of shitheads to each other, but yeah. not like actually that mean. I just. No, yeah. Really they, enjoy they're, those no, their they're, they're friendship seemed pretty authentic. Yeah. And, and I think for me, it's not a question of like, is it a good movie or a bad movie? Because I think it was an incredibly effective movie that. You know, yeah, spawned no, it, an entire I, I genre. I can tell it was a good movie. Yeah. yeah, like they did. Everyone did a good job. I think it has just suffered from 50, uh, 45 years of people trying of to imitate imitation. It. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. So, like, we all know the rules so much. Yeah. We all know what to expect. But I will say, even on a repeat watch, I still felt like I wasn't scared or startled, but I was very tense when I knew something was about to happen. Yeah. Like the scene where Annie gets in the car, I think is really great because she does not notice when she comes back to the car that, that she doesn't, unlocked. that it's yes. unlocked. Yeah. And then the fog, the fog. Yes. Yeah. The fog, that shot with the fog. I was like, Oh, that's really smart. Also the other shot that I loved in this movie was when they drive up to the asylum and you like see the people yes. wandering around yes. in the rain. That yeah, was like that was spooky. so creepy to yeah. me this time. Yeah, the negative space thing. They're good at, mm-hmm. or, he was good at that. Yeah. Another thing that I feel has developed in the years since is like, and not every horror movie does this. And, that, and that's part of my like beef with the genre is like a, a lot of horror movies will do more to like, I did see the friendship between those girls, mm-hmm. but I also felt like there's a way that you can kind of, if you know that it's going to turn into like people getting killed, you can, you can kind of broad strokes it. Like you don't have to make the relationships the most interesting version of themselves that they could be. But like as horror movies have built on themselves now, I, I, I think a lot of them do try to do that more. 
Mm-hmm. And I don't know, this is, I, it's like, because I knew people weren't going to get killed yet. I, I just felt like I was watching like, I, I don't know, just like some girls hanging out. Like it, it was like, it was like, oh, we don't need to make super interesting choices about this because we're going to kill them. Yeah. 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 No, I know what you're saying. I just like <laughs> those scenes. I can't. Yeah. There's also no, like some I, of the early Friday 13th is just like a lot of the time is the camp counselors just farting around and I'm yeah. just like doe-eyed like this is so nice yeah no i'm killed um, in the second half of the movie i'm interested and charmed by your answer that it's cozy yes <laughs> yeah do you because i it's like i see that for it but it's not i wouldn't have thought to like return to horror films for the coziness so there's another podcast okay that i listen to called with Gorley and rust and they like just review horror movies they're the ones that first put the term cozy horror in my head but it is something like those movies like some horror movies make me feel comfortable like that's what i like put on to fall asleep to and yeah (laughs) not like torture porn and stuff like that but like these like mostly 80s and 90s slashers because there's just some sort of like strange warmth some girls walking down the street in like a nice sweater. Yeah. And the trees are falling down and like their lives are great right now, but you know in a few hours they're all going to be dead. There's something, I don't know. I can't yeah. explain it. No, but I, I can see why that would be attractive because it, you know, like we said at the top, this does feel like a very autumnal movie. Yeah. But also what you just said, what you just said, they're going to be dead in a few hours, but right now there's something about being raised in this disaster like global warming generation Uh (laughs) Mm -hmm. we've never not known oh like the the idea of yes (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. like the idea of watching people it's like like why i can't watch bad things happen to animals because i feel like they have a chance at like real happiness Uh that humans don't have (laughs) but that's what you just said is interesting to me though that it's like that it's like yes these movies do tend to portray a before picture that's pretty like pastoral yeah and 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 has people like like feeling pretty comfy and cozy, feeling pretty confident that they're all going to get laid tonight, that things are going to go good for them. Yeah. Like that's because that's just a great way to, to, to start a horror movie. And I feel like it even is maybe where some of the, the people making fun of people doing a bad job in horror movies. Mm -hmm. It's like, of course they're doing a bad job at it because they are all optimists. They were written that way. Well, and 90s slashers that we grew up on, like scream started the trend of you have an opening kill. Yeah. So Right from the get-go. I mean, I guess there's an opening kill in Halloween as well, but then 15 years jump by and these new characters aren't part of that. Right. Right. And they don't really make us care about her the way we care about Drew Barrymore. Right. But so those characters in screen movies always know something's going on because they're always reacting to whoever died in the first scene. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. like you don't get as much of the 80s, late 70s, 80s thing where it's like first half of the movie is kind of just people living their day in yeah. terror. Yeah, but it is, I see what you're saying. It is like a special kind of like innocence yeah. that they get to live in and, and we get to know more than them. Yeah. I get I get that. Do you feel like any of the other movies in the Halloween franchise give you that same cozy feeling? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think a lot of them are very good movies. But sure, like, okay. I watch a lot of the sequels, like, mm-hmm. during this time of year. Okay. Halloween 4 is pretty cozy. Okay. H2O is kind of cool because it's a Halloween sequel with Jamie Lee Curtis, but made in the time of Scream. Mm. Like, it was made because Scream did so well. Oh, okay. And it was initially written by the same guy that wrote Scream. 
he wrote the first draft or whatever. So that's kind of fun because it's like Halloween in the 90s. Sure, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So there are some other cozy ones. Yeah. Nothing like the first one. Okay. Yeah. And these new ones I would not call cozy. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's it's a very different They're modern, sensibility. Modern he like horror. gets incredibly violent in these new ones, which mm-hmm. is not something that happened in the original one. So it's just a different vibe. Yeah. How many people in this movie does he actually stab? Because I think two of them he strangles. Yeah. He stabs his sister. Yeah. And then we don't know about the man, the truck yeah. driver. Yeah. No one. And then he stabs the boyfriend. Yeah. He just stabs the two. Mm-hmm. He slits Annie's throat. Oh, okay. It looks like he's like choking her. And at the very end, he like cuts her throat. Okay. Okay. And then Linda, he just strangles yeah, which is just, I don't know, it just is interesting to me that they made a point of saying that he stole a bunch of knives and we like see him going through the knife drawer in the middle and then it's like only half of his kills were really knife-based. That's a that great is, point. Okay, yes, and also that does help pull me back from my morality play judgment of this, that the the two women that we actually know anything about, like he stabs a sister, fine, but like of, of the three, of the three main deaths, only the man is a stabbing. Yeah, yeah, that changes it. He's for me a pinned to bit. the pantry. Yeah, just because we all know stabbing is for yeah. sluts. Yep. So, <laughs> but like the fact that that's not how that's actually not how he kills them makes me believe John Carpenter's word that that wasn't what was in his mind. That I he believe was just like I just want them to die. I believe him that he also wrote it with a woman, right? Too. Yeah, but well, I know that doesn't mean it, but it's it's something. Yeah, it's yeah. not a man alone writing this. Yeah. Maybe subconsciously they did some of these things. There's also arguments, which he's also said, like, this was not intended, but Lori stabs him with a knitting needle and then a clothes hanger, which are two very, like, domestic. Sure, yeah. Suburban things yeah, that she's you... she's using what she knows. Yes. So people are like, oh, that's her, like, attacking the patriarchy that's trying to, like, strangle the life out of her. Sure, yeah. And John Carpenter was like... No, <laughs> but subconsciously, maybe all these things are what. Yeah, they did. maybe. Like, no, you know. I, I took, I didn't, I, I didn't take those things that way. I took those things as like she's resourceful. Yes, and I, I liked those. And things. I think that's what. She's, and then, like, that's another trope. Like, final girls. A lot of times in these movies become final girls, not just because they're the last person standing, but because they usually find things to do that no one else in the movie. Thought, to, thought do. to do. Yeah, well, and any um, self-defense girl on TikTok will tell you <laughs> it's better to use things that you're familiar with. If you can turn sure. something you're familiar with into a weapon, that's better than introducing a weapon that you are not like familiar with. Or like some huge knife that you don't Yeah, if you don't know how to use it, that. don't, that's don't bring point. that in. If you could use something that is more that, comfortable. Like, yeah. I'm wondering about the ending of this movie. He gets shot six times, yes. right? And gets up and walks away from it. Do they cover... I think there's there's a whole thing where they cover that he's somewhat supernatural in later sequels. As it goes on, he's just, like, invincible. Yeah. Like, he's pure evil. Okay. I think they even say that in the first... I think Donald Pleasance is going around saying he's pure evil. Maybe that's not in the first one. They do... They, they yeah, said, they do set him up as, like, some kind of, like... Yeah. I think the line is, what was behind those eyes was purely and simply evil. Yes. One of my friends in high school had a shirt of Michael Myers that just said okay. purely and simply evil, so that fits. Which is a weird shirt to wear around high school. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, neither here nor there. So, like, in these like, new, like new ones, which are the, like, most recent continuity continuation yeah. of the original continuity... Is that kind of the thing that he's 
somewhat supernatural? They toy with it. In the end, they don't give a straight answer, but like he has to be, he's not just human. In the beginning of like the 2018 one, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is under the assumption that he is just a man, but Mm -hmm. other people think he's more than that. And then as the movies go, she kind of changes her tune. He and he's more than a man cuz like the amount of things that happen. Yeah, to is him. it ever is it ever cover is it ever like he turned up at a hospital with a lot of gunshot wounds? So, again, there are about four different yes. paths <laughs> this franchise takes. Sure, yes. The original Halloween 2, yeah. which was like the first sequel that Jamie Lee Curtis is also in, takes place it starts the same. It starts okay, with him okay. getting up. And then Jamie Lee Curtis is taken to a hospital and he goes to the hospital and tries to kill her there. That's what the second one is. Okay. So like... But he doesn't need any sort of medical attention No, and things happen like... Wounds. He gets shot more times and like... Okay. Yeah. He ends up... Yeah. Seems like a lot. He ends up being burned to death in a hospital explosion. And then in part four, he's just like still alive, comatose and bandages. And then he wakes up again. The only other Halloween movie that I've seen other than this one that we're talking about now is Halloween Resurrection, which stars Busta Rhymes. Yeah. Wow. I don't know anything about it, but that O told me a lot. Yeah, it was about where this it was not good. It was a wild I think I saw it because one of my friends growing up was just like a real horror movie kid. And it had just come out, so we yeah, were, I don't know, like 11. To that. Yeah. yeah, so I watched it on VHS, so it was like a little bit later, so I don't know, I was 12, maybe, I don't know. That's but right. it was just like, what a wild thing to start on. Like, Jamie Lee Curtis dies in the first yeah. 15 minutes. You're expected to know, like, seven movies of lore. And then Buster Rhymes is there filming a basically a proto-YouTube show called Dangertainment. Yes. And it just gets and weirder like, from there. It's it's very, it's very, very bad. Okay. But yeah, yeah, the thing I like about the original one, I mean, it just keeps things so vague, right? Like, yeah. yeah. We don't see him anymore. So is he a boogeyman or did he just get up and walk five steps and then, like, die somewhere else yeah 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 and i sort of didn't i liked that about it i didn't need more yeah well and that's what a lot of people say is like these all these sequels like john carpenter said he regrets ever writing that twist in the second one that their brother and sister because it then it starts giving him reasons yeah i feel like i feel like we can (laughs) do a lot you can you can give me a lot more story about everyone else yeah but like let's just keep him and that's what the newest one did Right. And a lot of people hated it for it. Oh, I no. did not hate it. Oh, okay. I'll make that known. I like Halloween ends. Oh, um, interesting. Okay. It's pretty divisive. Sometimes movie. people don't. Sometimes people don't know. Sometimes people don't know what's good for them. I mean, I know famously he's Michael Myers is not in Halloween three. It is not about him. But I have heard that Halloween three on its own is actually a pretty decent. Yeah. Halloween. So movie. it's gone through. Everyone hated it because he wasn't in it and I think they also like in the early 80s you don't you only get the information that they tell you about it like I don't think they really advertised that he wasn't in it so people went to Halloween 3 and were like what? Yeah like I know it's like wild to me to imagine so I'm just going to talk about screenings it's something that I actually know like it's wild to me that people like went to the theater and thought they were going to see a Drew Barrymore movie and then were like pissed about it like I can't I can't like imagine not knowing that like I don't think I saw that movie until I was like 20 and knew you but I knew from what like birth yeah, that that's what that, happens that is, in that, that movie. That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, so people hated that movie. And then now a lot of people like it. 
I like it. I think now it's kind of like flipped where people are like, oh, Halloween 3, like, oh, amazing. And it's like, oh, well, <laughs> it's got some great scenes in it. Okay. And there's some cool stuff. But like, let's. Because they... I also like, I do, I think it's fun that some people love it. Yeah, it's a shame because when I was, I went on a Wikipedia rabbit hole about mm. this series the other day just because that's what I do sometimes. Confirm this for me. My understanding is they were going to try to do what they wanted to do with Stranger Things and then didn't do, which was uh, just do like an anthology yes. movie series. Mm. But because Michael Myers was so popular, they were like, well, uh, let's keep this cash cow going. Okay, yeah. can we as a culture, let's all get together and decide that we're going to be okay with people doing anthologies when that's what they want to do because I think Stranger Things would have been better that way too. I understand like you found all these kids and they were so great and you don't want to yeah. let now you want to like hold them in their contracts forever, but like they didn't have a plan. And I think that would be I understand people don't want to get to know new it's hard. I, no, I I I, 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 I struggle with it saying. too, but I think that we should I think we should all put on our big girl panties and be more okay with anthologies. I agree. I do think Stranger Things got really good again after it got like season two was tough for me, and then I it really yeah it yeah got back for me. But yes, yeah. I agree. Like Maya Hawk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flew in and saved it. Yeah. <laughs> I think they had more time. I think they were like, I think they were like, blap, season two, we don't know. And that whole time they were like, my hope while season two was sucking so hard is I was like, I hope they're just like taking this time to like consider the bigger picture where it's going. And now I sort of feel like they have gotten to a place where they have like a little more control. But what if we had just let them make an anthology? You sure. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I mean, they could have done the the Ryan Murphy thing, and I think they could have done this with the Halloween series too, if they yeah. wanted to like keep Jamie Lee Curtis around, because this was her first movie, right? Yes. Of do the Ryan Murphy <laughs> thing with American Horror yeah. Story of just like use the same actors in a different story and just be like, hey, you like these people, you know they're good actors. Yeah. Here they are doing a different that thing. That was a smart thing they did with this yeah. Scene. Honestly, I think she like she was Jamie Lee Curtis. She became a scream, the scream queen, because she did Halloween, Prom Night, The Fog, Terror Train. Mm maybe one other one and then Halloween two, all of those movies in like four years. So I um, think when Halloween, Halloween two came, she was like, I gotta stop. Right. Cause right. she like was not into the Halloween movies for a long time. Oh really? Sure. Which like is fair. She wanted to like separate herself and have like a career. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I feel I like she did. She did that. She's like happy to yeah. be a part of them again. Yeah. 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 It does seem like these new movies have coincided very well with Jamie Lee Curtis hitting her I'm gonna do whatever I want era. Yes. Yeah. In the same way that I feel like Ethan Hawk with the black phone is just like, hey, I'm gonna do whatever I want. Yeah. And it's be this weird John Wayne Gacy type of guy. And it's uh seems to be working out for them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Also so horror has really like gotten a little more cachet, I think. Yes. So I think Jordan Peele. All the people, yes, like Jordan Peele, yeah. people who are like maybe a little bit older than us, but generally our age, grew up loving all those movies. So now they're making them and they're honoring them in a way that they yes. weren't honored in the 80s when they were just kind of like cash cow movies. Yes. Yeah. And, and I think, I know Jason Blum in real life is a bit of a huge pain in the ass, but like I think he also had a lot to do with it too because oh, his yeah. whole thing was making low budget horror movies that could be really effective. Yeah. 
which I think is what makes movies like Halloween so effective because you, when you don't have an unlimited budget and you don't have people who just like don't say no to you, you have to come up with creative solutions to make the movie effective, which is why the first time I saw this movie, I liked it so much because I was like, oh, they really just used camera work yeah. to make yeah. this movie spooky and it really works. Yeah, but I think the idea that like a horror movie could be like a prestige film yeah, that yeah. is new. Feels, that's, that's newer to me. Even though, like, I know people were doing, like, good work on them. Yeah. Like, for for them. Mm-hmm. But, like, like the, the whole world, considering those films, like, filmy films, yeah. that feels pretty new to me. Mm-hmm. But I'm you, happy about it. Have you watched Scream 5? No. I have not. They get into elevated horror, which is, like, talking about these yeah new oh good and, yeah like, well, that'll Midsommar be fun and hereditary and stuff. yeah yeah is scream forward or is it just scream oh again, i really I ha- okay i have seen scream we four saw and that i opening night yes and i really liked it i have actually still never seen scream three just FYI. So, i i have <laughs> okay scream i don't know three. why i always see the why worst ones the of things yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. scream three to me is like what halloween three is to a lot of people <laughs> where like when sure. i first saw scream three i was like and now I do have a fondness for it. Yeah. But I don't know. I've just like always skipped over it. It is the silliest one. Okay. But I, I did genuinely think Scream 4 was a... Yeah. Scream 4... A solid film. Has a plot point that I think was super ahead of its time and is uh-huh. very telling of today, people today. So... Yeah. And Scream 5 is good too. Yeah. Should we talk about who who it's for? Yeah. Who is Halloween for? I mean, it sounds like it's for you. Yeah. It's for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's for you. Okay. Yeah. Well... That solves that. I mean, I I feel like it's for people who, like, what I feel like I got out of it is, like, oh, this, which is what I get out of a lot of things that we pick that mm-hmm. I end up, like, respecting but not loving is, like, well, now I, now I know where all the things came from yeah. Yeah. that are the things that I like. And I think because it is such a movie that the worst thing you can say about it is that it's overexposed and that makes it less ex- effective if you're someone who doesn't watch a lot of horror and you're really worried about how you're going to react to a horror movie, you know how this movie's going to go. You already know who's going to survive. You know who's not. Yeah. The kids if are fine. you listen to this, you do. But also, you probably just do. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like, you standard. can intuit yeah. it. Yeah, yeah exactly. And yeah, like, and, it's, and, and I will tell you, it, like, if you're worried about, like, you don't need to be worried about the horroriness of no, it. No, like, I don't It's so. not. Um, yeah, because they didn't have. It's the... not scary, and if you turn it on and it is scary to you, like you, you'll be able, you'll be able to get out before you hurt yeah, yourself. Yeah, maybe if yeah. you're watching it alone in the dark. Yeah, the one maybe. person who I think should not watch this movie and apologies in advance is my sister. Sure. Yeah. This she should not watch this because I her worst fear is home invasion. Yeah. No. And I and I, this and is I, just like I, all I of her nightmares like, in one, just like a random home invasion. Yeah, I feel like th- I'm sure there are people out there. For whom this is not. Yeah. But like I'm saying, I I I think I really don't think there's any harm if you're like, is any horror cozy to me? Like I feel like this is a great place to start because I I do think that you'll be able you'll know you'll be able yeah. to bail if you need to, and yeah. you won't. You're not gonna accidentally watch a scene that was too much for you. I don't think. That is true. So is it in your curriculum? It is in 
I don't fully understand. Yes, it is in my <laughs> curriculum, whatever my curriculum is. You were about to say you don't fully understand that prompt. That's okay. Neither do we. Okay. So it's totally fine. So it's when we started this mm-hmm. podcast, we were like, we're going to engage with the canon. And then the question at the end was, is it canon? And I was like, I hate this question because it's obviously it's canon because that's why we picked these things to do. And then we just talked for an hour about whether we liked it or not. So I don't know what else we need to say. And so the curriculum question came out of like, well, but is it to us if we were educating either the youth or some sort of like exospecies mm-hmm. on like what culture is about for us? If it was if it was tasked to us, would this thing be in it? I would love to show some aliens Halloween. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I think, think it would be very effective for those aliens because they wouldn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 They're a, a great audience yeah. for this. Yeah. I, I think I said something similar about Psycho and Alien that's like, I think it should be in a curriculum, but not for a class that I would be too. Like, I just don't think yeah, that I'm fair. the right yeah, yeah, yeah. person to cover this material. Mm-hmm. But I do think that it's essential viewing for what it is yeah it's a cultural touchstone yeah. undeniably and i i honestly like i've seen it twice now i think i like this movie like i think i really like this movie like i you know it doesn't do anything wrong like yeah, yeah is it is it a little bit of a slow burn at the beginning yeah, yeah. of course but it's also a movie from the 70s so like that's what's gonna happen like yeah yeah alien is also a bit there. of a slow yeah. burn we yeah jamie lee curtis i don't want to say she's the only person i think she's the only person that has played the same character in six different decades. Oh, that, is that is fun. Pretty impressive. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty interesting. Fun she might not be the her. only one, but. Yeah. Oh, because the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, and I guess Halloween Resurrection was the early 2001. aughts? Oh, okay. The early and aughts. And then Halloween was 2018. Oh. And then this was, uh, these new ones were 21 and 22. Oh, wow. She's like the share of Scream Queens. Yeah. She just yeah. keeps coming back it and really it keeps is. being good. Good for her. That's great. I love that for her. Yeah. No, that's. What, um. If someone approached you at a party and told you that their favorite movie was Halloween, red or green flag? I think generally that's a green flag. I'm going to say hard green flag. Okay, <laughs> good. I was going to say, though... if either of you say red flag, will... <laughs> it's not my favorite movie, but like Scream probably is. So like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I feel like even though I did not love this movie if this is if somebody comes to me and, and this is what they want to nerd out about i feel like i feel like i i, I get where they're coming from and like i want to participate i will say my my friend who had the michael myers shirt in high school mm-hmm. and i was like that's weird i did kind of throw him under the bus that is why he had the shirt like this was one of his favorite yeah. movies because he was just like such yeah, a horror okay movie and i okay and i and i was a little concerned about that i do feel like perhaps going around cultivating an image of like i really like the bad guys like yes that- it's like why do you like horror movies i personally like horror movies for the I don't want to say victims, but for the yes, for the, the final girl, the final girls, and yes. the really the final girl's best friend, the Tatum's, mm. yes, of the world, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and a lot of people love horror movies for the killers. I think that's one of the reasons why Halloween ends was so divisive because there's not that much Michael Myers in it. There were some other reasons people didn't like it, but I think a lot of it was like Michael Myers didn't do much in this movie. Right. Yeah. So if you but come Jamie, at me, Laurie with- is like doing a ton of emotional work yes. in Halloween ends. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm like, great, I love that. So I think, and to your point, I think that you were trying to make was that if you're a high schooler who like really identifies with Michael Myers. Yes, that like, makes me a little uh-oh. uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah, and so like if you're coming at me with a t-shirt that's like not just a picture of Michael Myers, but like let me make sure that you know that he's pure evil behind the eyes. That is different to me than if you're coming at me with a t-shirt of Jamie Lee Curtis or Sidney Prescott or whatever. It's like like who who are we centering? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. When we're when we're talking about our love for these films. So I guess that it so like okay, I guess I went a, a little unequivocal on that green flag cuz I I I might have some follow-up questions. Want to know what they say about it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as with any of the movies, especially the movies that we talk about, I feel yeah. like it's a why? Yeah. Why but, this of one? Course, yeah. But why? Yeah. yeah. And I but I guess I feel one of the reasons that I that I I would tend to feel, but maybe this is misguided given your friend's shirt, like because there isn't to me a lot to hold on to. Like what I like about Michael Myers as a villain is that there isn't a lot to grab on to right. there. Like he is such a just like nothing. It's like it's almost like it's almost more comparable to me like a like a like a disaster film. Like he's almost like a hurricane, yeah, or a flood, or like Jaws. Yes, or a shark. Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> like it, it. It doesn't matter. You know yeah. what I mean. And 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 I liked that, and that's part of what made it like scary to me. And so, if someone, I think, I feel like if someone was like, Halloween's my favorite movie. Let's let's talk about it. I I I might make the assumption, perhaps erroneously, that they're in it for the Scream Queens and not for him because he's such a nothing but maybe some people really like that nothing they like to imagine themselves being nothing behind that mask and that's i don't like that that is sure that's a red flag i always took it as (laughs) hey hunter if you listen to this podcast i really appreciate it and i think you're a good guy um you're a red flag yeah no i it's high school was a long time ago i made some crazy choices too like yeah what i was gonna say is if you ever met him i think he would very much give you the vibe of like this is the Halloween shirt I could get at the Hot Topic. This yeah, okay. is the shirt that no, was available for me to display. I do yeah. understand that as someone who looked for, they're so easy to find now, horror tees. But yes. in the 2000s, yes. early 2000s, it was. You had to take what you yeah. could get. And also I can imagine like like anything, m- moving through any pipeline, there's like a million walls of sexism. Like if someone is like, mm-hmm. I have 10 designs of t-shirts like which ones do we like yes. and then it has to pass through like however many like focus groups and like boards full of people like yeah. of course it's going to be the man one yeah yeah that makes it through so yeah. i get that yeah okay well is there anything else we want to say about no, I, I halloween those are our, i think that's it we covered great well our, where our can they find you on tiktok at, i am at trash analysis anthony do you have socials you want to plug um Sure. My Instagram is Tony.Bellantoni. You can, if you figure out the spelling and you I mean, the like spelling, to follow me, you can follow me. The spelling of your name will be in this episode. So. Oh, yeah. I forgot. This is a podcast. Yep. Yes. You'll see my name. We also talk about you a lot. <laughs> not, not to be weird about it, but like. 
I mean, yeah, of course. Like, how could we have a conversation about the Real Housewives and like? Yeah. Yeah. Whenever we get sidetracked onto Real Housewives or like when we talk about Lady Gaga, which is we do a lot. Like, yeah. we did a whole episode on Lady Gaga two episodes ago. But also, we just talk about her just generally. A That's lot. true. She is. Here a, we are right now. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So you can find me on Twitter and on TikTok at Anxious Archfey. You can find the show on Twitter at Sophisticate Pod. All right. I think that about does it for us. So until next time, good night and good luck. Bye.